Upbeats. That's right. Now is the time to open your mind. In our search for the unknown, who knows what we will find? This is Emergency Exit. I am your host, Los, and with me, as always, is Nick, the passion's fashion writer. How are you, buddy? I am doing well, you're sir. The, you're the Passions, I'm fashion. the passions, fashion. Not the fashions, passion. That's right. Okay. This is episode 22, and today is February 21st, 2017. We are broadcasting to you again from our emergency exit deep underground base. Thank you for being with us again. This week on the show, we will play Idiot or Idiom for the Golden Jazz Master. Mm-hmm. But first, Nick and Los bring you the news. That's right. All right. So my first news story for the day, diving right in. Well, why are we doing just news again? Why, we are doing just news uh, again for the second week because our newest co-host got, uh, she went the way of Andy, I think. I think she got abducted as well. You know, uh, we haven't heard from her in a while. We we were we were going to do Montauk Chair, Montauk Project, Montauk Project, and we've been waiting for every Tuesday, and for some reason, we she hasn't responded back to us, and- I th- I'm pretty sure she. Well, you know, I mean, Andy, the Montauk chair or project is. There, there, uh, there's a curse on this show, I think, man. I, well, they had the ability to time travel and jump interdimensionally, so maybe they caught wind that we were gonna do this, and they fucking came and snagged it. Oh like, man, they I, don't, I just the, don't know, man. It's the, scary. The kibosh on this, as you will. You know, Sarah, I hope you're okay out there. I hope that well, you uh, can come back and and find us again. You're like uh, Scully at the end of uh, X Files. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like the villains in Superman, where they get put in those weird little glass panels and oh, sent yeah. out into space. Dude, they're fucked. Yeah. Well, she's away. We can't find her. But we're gonna keep doing news for now. We're gonna prepare ourselves for a brand new conspiracy. And for now, we've got some news. So let's get into the news. The news. Our first story. Our first story. Not a, not a very big one, but I thought it was a fairly exciting one. Uh, we all grew up believing in the, or knowing of the nine planets, and I took cue from Saved by the Bell when Screech taught us all in Vimshnip to remember what, how's it the go? order of the planets. Vimshnip. Vimshnip? Vimshnip. Nimshnip? Because you go through the order of planets. Mars, Venus, Earth, or shit, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, 
Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. We can call it Uranus. Ah, uh, right. she's still here. Awesome. Neptune and Pluto for the at the end of it all. Pluto. But then recently Pluto was declassified or something to dwarf planet, and then we sent the the thing. The satellite went by and took pictures of it. Remember, we even saw like the heart on its on its terrain, and everybody felt all bad for Pluto. So now. Uh, people are campaigning to change the definition of a planet so that Pluto will once again be considered a planet. So I guess we can't quite envision it yet. Well, do you know why it's not considered a planet in our solar system anymore? Uh, it wasn't big enough to clear, essentially. Uh, well, I think it's got a different. It doesn't. And it has a, it has a different does, orbital. It has a slightly elliptical orbit and not a perfectly. Circular one. Well, like I don't think ones. it goes in line with the rest of everybody else. Not necessarily, because there were times when it was inside and Neptune was the ninth planet. There and you go. So, uh, and because it's not as big or as the other guys, I'm sure they were just like, "Hey, you know what? Let's just call this guy a dwarf because we can't call it a midget planet." Oh yeah, I mean, maybe they could have said little person planet. Well, um, so I'm trying to, so, um. Where the fuck was I? I got a group of NASA scientists submitted a request to the International Astronomical Union, or the IAU, to broaden the definition of what classifies as a planet. If the new definition were to win approval, Pluto, presently considered a dwarf planet, and 109 other space objects would become planets. So, um, no, thank you. <laughs> we don't need to memorize 120 Yeah, what the fuck, scientists? Planet. You guys are fucking um, with us. So uh, I barely w- remember the nine that we were supposed to know. So Pluto lost its status in, in 2006 when there was a three-part definition of what it takes to be a planet. Pluto met two of the three as it orbits around the sun, has sufficient mass to maintain a round shape, characteristic of planets. However, Pluto is just not big enough to clear other objects out of its orbital space. Thus, it was downgraded from planetary status. Yeah, there you go. It's had since 1930. Now, Alan Stern... Ooh, I think he's actually related to Howard, Howard Stern. He might, yeah, I think. Yeah, that might be his, actually his half-brother. <laughs> totally related. Absolutely 100% fact. Let's not go that way. It's okay. an alternative fact. Yes, it's an alternative fact fake, that fake this fact. is Howard Stern's brother. He's the head of NASA's New Horizons missions to Pluto, the one that took this picture and showed us Pluto's heart. One of the scientists behind the new definition is deemed Pluto's dem- demotion bullshit. Oh, he called it out. Yes. This is bullshit. I learned this my whole life, and now you said that's right. bullshit. Right, it's not Pluto's fucking fault. That's damn right, Alan Stern. Scientists argue the definition determined in 2006 is too narrow and suggest it should be expanded to include all round objects in space that are smaller than stars. This brought some questions to my mind. Okay, so we already said it was going to bring up 109, what was it, 109 other space Celest- objects celestial. that would, would become planets. Um... But I was just thinking, a smaller scale than that, just in our little solar system, what about the fucking moon? I mean, that's a round object smaller than stars. I mean, if that's the definition, then our fucking moon becomes a planet. What about all the, how many moons does Saturn and Jupiter have? You know, we, maybe that's where they get the 109. Are there well, that many moons? Well, you know what Flat Earthers would say about the word planet? That it's got the word plane, as in flat plane, or, or plane, it, it, like a plane of existence, you know? Uh, okay. You could totally call any of those a plane, you know, a planet. So do they think that there are, all those things are planets? I think what would we need to do is reconsider what we call our, our rock. I would think we need to make the definition like 
orbits only the star. But so what, like, what what what's any different than calling them a planet and then us a planet? Because we're actually we have people that inhabit it. Like we don't know if right, any of this... right. But just so we can know the difference between a planet and a moon, I guess is what I'm trying to dif- differentiate. Like, well, a moon, a moon orbits. Well, okay, a check planet. this out. We're the moon of. The sun. Oh, the sun, yes. Okay. Correct. And so the moon is the... We are a satellite, essentially. We're a satellite. And so the moon is our satellite. Uh, basically, it's a satellite. Yes. I would think it... So the planet definition would need to be only orbits or satellites a star. Well, Whereas, that's, yeah, the solar system. That's Because it, it doesn't right. orbit our star. So, so. The, the moon orbits us as we orbit the mm-hmm. star. So that would be the... I would feel the... the a B differentiating between planets and moons. Otherwise, like, yeah, it gets out of control real fucking quick. So why is it that we're hurling through space? I don't know why we're hurling through space. That we are <laughs> spinning at the same time we're spinning around the sun, but the sun is also moving, but so we're spinning around with the sun. Uh-huh. And why and is that it that corkscrew pattern? Yeah, why is it that Polaris, our northern star always seems to stay in the same spot. What do you think that is? But does it, if you put a long, like, a long exposure, it moves a bit. Like, Don't well, you think? There's a guy that uh, we interviewed once, uh, Dave Weiss, and he makes a great point. He says he grabbed a, uh, like a pipe, like a PVC pipe, something that you can see straight through, and he pointed it to the star of the north. Okay. Uh, and he's able to sit that down, and it's it's fixed to the ground or whatever through a tripod or whatever, and he can look through that, and it never moves. It never at any point, that, any time of point. the year, he could see the North Star. Well, that's that's what I'm thinking. Okay. So I, in I, that so in that diagram that every flat earther will show you about, um, we're spinning around the sun, and then that sun is uh, hurling through space. So we're doing this corkscrew in space. And they're going, how, look at this. Look at how fast this is going. You know, how is it that, I mean, I don't think they've considered that one of those rotations is a whole fucking year. Right, right. And in the space of five seconds even of that thing, you've seen 10 years. You know, I consider, you know, looking up at a plane and seeing how slow it goes up in the sky and just goes across us. But we know in reality it's going, you know, 400, 500, 600, Oh, yeah, incredibly fast. Yeah. So... Us going a thousand miles an hour is our own perspective. Like we kind of put a number on there, but they say, "Oh, if we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour, how come we're not flying off right. the centrifugal They're force?" They're thinking a thousand miles beyond what we're moving. But yeah. to us, a thousand miles an hour is in terms zero. of where we're moving, space is zero because that's what we're used to. It's like if you're on a train or a bus, I guess in my case, and it's moving. Uh, if I walk forward, I don't feel like I'm now walking at seventy-eight miles an hour. I feel like I took a fucking step. You know. Yeah, well, so and we've, are we've used said to, that. Like, if like, yeah, if we said we've said that so that it sounds impressive. Like, if I'm throwing my disc off and I'm throwing it with the the rotation of the Earth, that would be going way over a thousand miles per hour. Yeah, from maybe an observer. Hell of a throw, Los. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I got a, <laughs> quite an arm, but still, dude, it's they. It's weird that they have to say that, oh, why aren't we flying off? And they'll go, hey, look at this ball that's wet, and we'll spin it and watch all this water go flying off. And right. Go, well. We we came to be under these conditions, so everything we've done since I think they just are primordial so... ooze is due to these conditions. So we we grew into this atmosphere. This I mean I don't know. I get so they... weirded out by people like I'm. I you know I promise not to get into flat Earth, but here we are. Again. <laughs> here we are. Um um. Where else are we on the rest of this uh, story, my friend? I was good with Pluto for now. That's cool. That, so he he sub or submitted this, and we'll 
check back once uh, NASA apparently. And why is it NASA that he gets to decide? Well, they are the government, and they are the right, ones. But other countries have their space exploration, and um, they work with they work with uh, our our. Space so it program. wouldn't be purely NASA. It would be like us and the European space program and like all the other space program. Like does everybody, is it have to reach a majority vote or is it purely up to NASA and the rest of the world's space program has to go, okay. Well, you know, I would think so. What? Come at us, bro. <laughs> I've been saying that forever. Come on, China. You want our fucking trillions back? Come at us, bro. Which they could probably demolish us if they well, wanted to, but right. we're America. We're Mer- cocky. You know, fuck it. So let's get on to the next New story. All right. Um, instead of looking out into space, let's look under the ocean. Ah, down below. Down below on our... Before we get into silliness and too much fun shit, let's get the hmm, interesting stuff out okay. the way. Um, hmm. Hmm. You know what's interesting? I, I do tend to explode. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't even know where I am anymore. Um, <laughs> scientists say they've discovered a hidden continent under New Zealand. A new continent. A new continent. Scientists say they've identified an underwater continent two-thirds the size of Australia. Is that in the Pacific Ocean? Yeah, it should be in the Pacific Ocean. It is in the Southern Pacific, yes. That's right. Uh, they are calling it Zealandia. Zealandia. Because it's underneath New Zealand. Okay. So this newly proposed continent is about 1.74 million square miles in size and 94% submerged. Its highest points, it protrudes above the ocean surface in the form of New Zealand and New Caledonia. So New Zealand is not just this tiny little country off the coast of Australia. It is just the highest peak of a underwater continent. So... Uh, tell tell me if see if you can find anything about like why is it a continent? Why is what, it a continent? What what oh. makes it a continent? All right, that is the, right here. The proposed recognition of the continent of Zealandia does not represent the discovery of a new landmass. Right. The paper argues that the geological evidence suggests the landmass should be classified not as a collection of islands and fragments, but as a bona fide continent. Says the guy Nick Mortimer. Ah. If we could pull the plug on the oceans, it would be clear to everyone that we have mountain chains, a big high-standing continent above the ocean crust. Okay. So this does actually stand up off of the floor of the ocean like continents do. It just doesn't stand up far enough to break the surface of the water. Not yet. Not yet. Right. Until so, global warming happens. Well, I guess it will get buried in water. If you want to read more about... His his whole take on it, Nick Mortimer. Well, let me uh, let me uh, say something. I did have something to talk about about this. There was this uh, man called Admiral Byrd. Okay. Um, he explored uh, Antarctica. All right. And he once said in an interview long ago that he discovered a an untouched continent in the Indian Ocean. Uh, well, north of the Indian Ocean or whatever in the Indian Ocean area, um, where there is nothing there. And he said there's uh, untouched resources and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people believe that, uh, here we go again with the flat earth stuff, but that he discovered <laughs> something beyond the ice wall of uh, the flat earth. Uh, oh, right, right, because Antarctica another... isn't at the southern pole. It is the outer rim It's the outer the wall disc. of the earth. Right. Yes. And if he was able to go past, you know, uh, any sort of, uh, he gets he gets through Antarctica and he starts going south or whatever, any direction south. I guess south is one out. big circle on the outside, right? And right. you just keep going out. 
um, yeah, he said he, he claimed to have found a continent out there. And so when you said that, I was like, oh, man, where could it be? That's why I asked you about the, the Pacific. But if it's New Zealand, it's Pacific Ocean. And it's right. something people have already inhabited already. They just classify it now as a... Yeah, we just found out that there's more to it underneath. Yeah. That's, that's right. Well, so my bottom line there is that Admiral Byrd, we, we almost got... We almost, man, we almost found it. Almost. We Maybe almost found he... that. I did see a story. Uh, we'll have to get back to this on another episode, but uh, they think they found Atlantis. Ooh, the buried city the of lost Atlantis. City, yeah. Of I mean, lost. that's, again, not in the Indian Ocean. That would be... Uh, he found it off the coast of Egypt, like between Egypt and uh, Italy, Greece. And up in, like in so, the water there, man. So, yeah, and apparently only like 30 feet below... We should cover the Atlantis story, so, or at least yeah. some things about it, you know? Where did, they even, where did they even come from? The Atlanteans, the aliens. Yeah, I mean, they were so far ahead of their time that supposedly a lot of our uh, technology, or at the time a lot of the technology all came from the Atlanteans. They were the ones that uh, brought us forward. They were super advanced. Man. So maybe they were the aliens that uh, taught Egyptians about pyramids and sculpting heads on lion bodies and losing noses. Dude, what if they were, man? Oh, man. (laughs) Um, Blew my mind. So, anyway, now we've got Zealandia. Zealandia? Or maybe it's Zealandia. Zealandia? Since it's from, like, New Zealand. Hey, New Zealand. I don't know. So I don't know. He says Nick Mortimer, he he wrote a paper, Zealandia, Earth's Hidden Continent. He thinks the landmass meets the geological definition of a continent. It has high elevation compared to the ocean crust, has certain geological components, including a crust thicker than ocean crust. All this crust talk. It has well-defined limits around an area large enough to be considered a continent rather than a fragment. It is believed to have broken away from Australia 80 million years ago and sunk beneath the sea as part of the breakup of the supercontinent Gondwanaland. 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 Yeah. So, uh, he, modern human beings are believed to have emerged. Uh, that's dumb. Oh, yeah. So just as a contrast, like as a way to understand how long ago this fucking happened. Modern humans be- are believed to have emerged only about 200,000 years ago, and this breakup happened 80 million years ago. Can you believe? I mean, this is why we have trouble with, with uh, people in this world. I just don't. Do you know how long a million years is? And a now million we're talking, fucking we're talking years. about billions of years that these things happen, you know? And, you know, what if there were people, you know, what if we did evolve from single cell organisms, man? Like billions of years. That's a long, long time. And all we do is stick our dick into things and make it pregnant. You know, like this is what (laughs) this is what animals do on their very basis, man. Like that's how they they know to reproduce. Flowers know how to reproduce, you know, like it's it's a it's a natural fact that we've evolved from some sort of. I don't want to say like animals or anything. I think that we were always a uh, human somehow, like an anim- part of one of the animal kingdom that we lived with, you know, the apes and everything. They were our closest ancestors, they say. But we were always somehow a little more, uh, more better. Mo better. Mo better. Anyways, I digress. Uh, any more on this? I think that, that's, that's all at the moment for Zealandia. Give us one more. What do you got? Alrighty, 
Alrighty. Uh, okay. Where did I, I lost? There it is. I found it. Okay. So, for all the parents that listen, I'm sure we have one or two. Gotta be. Somebody has a has has kids, and they know that a crying baby is a distressing sight. Yeah, we even hate. more stressful is the inability to calm the little one down. So now, there is a song engineered to make babies happy. A song? A song engineered. Wait, wait. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, who engineered this? Who wrote this song? Casper Adaman. Okay. He's the friendly musician. He, he's an expert in child development at Goldsmiths University of London. Okay. He worked with okay. Lauren Stewart, who is a musical psychologist at the same university. And Dr. Kanye West, I and think. And Dr. <laughs> uh, and they were asked by... The UK baby food manufacturer Cow and Gate. Cow and Gate, okay. Yeah, I. Okay. Would you feed your baby something made by Cow and Gate? I mean, Cow I guess, and Gate might be a name. Is it uh, literally Cow and Gate? Cow and Gate. Cow ampersand Gate. See, it, may, it might be like somebody's last name. And Maybe, Mr. but Gate. I mean, I guess Mr. Cow way, and Mr. Gate. We do feed them cow anyway, so that's not as gross as I think. I love um, cow. Who doesn't love a nice vegans? Oh yeah. Well, they still do love cow. Right. They're just they're denying themselves. Now, the I didn't say who loves thing. to eat cow. I said who loves cow. I think everybody loves cow. They don't love the way they smell, though. No. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Cow and Gate asked Casper and Lauren to come up with a song scientifically proven to make babies happy. So they started researching. Scientifically proven? Yep. They did research to find sounds babies like and discovered the top 10 sounds included boo, boo. like as in peekaboo. That was 66%. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Kids uh, raspberries, that. right? A little blowing on the belly, stuff like that. Kids do love that. 57%. Sneezing is a pleasant sound for babies at 51%. Animal sounds at 23 And baby laughter, so the sound of other babies having fun. Okay. So in and uh, they also found out the babies respond better to plosive vocal sounds, uh-huh. like pa and ba, compared to sonorant sounds like la or something softer. Okay. So the next step was to actually get someone who knows how to make music. So they listed Imogen Heap. Imogen Heap. Imogen Heap. Imogen. Imogen Heap. Who was also a mother, and she took the list. I did of not ha- think that was a girl. Imogen. Oh, you didn't know Imogen? Sound like a like an old Egyptian uh, thing. Yeah, she's... Imhotep. <laughs> Imhotep. Uh, I'm not a huge fan, but I do enjoy some of Imogen's music. Uh, our, our special guest for the game tonight, I believe, is quite a fan Ooh. of Imogen. So we'll get back. Know. We'll get to that later we'll to when that we play the golden, for the golden jazz That's Masters. right. That's right. That's right. Um, so Imogen Heap took these happy noises and applied a few more findings to create a melody. So she made a melody out of these noises and made a tune featuring her vocals. It's in a very major key, simple, repetitive melody, uh, drum oh, drum no, rolls, key changes, things like that. Oh, key change, but no minor, huh? They like no they want to keep it happy gotta sounding. Got to keep it happy. Got to keep it happy. So they got 20 babies in the room, played them all the song, and when they played the happy song, quote, we were met by a sea of entranced little faces. They were just like, ooh, like when you do a weird sound for a dog, they just cock their head over. Yeah, huh? like, ooh, uh-huh. no, they had all these happy babies, a room full of happy babies. That huh? it wasn't as the most scientific as tests go, but it definitely convinced me that we had a hit on our hands. It's a hit. Brilliant. So, 
we can. You got uh, it? I, I've got it. I've got Let's it here. It, bro. We can We can play. We'll play a bit of the Happy Baby song. Happy. I mean, honestly, this sounds like a lot of Imogen Heap songs anyway. <laughs> sounds like a, whole, like a Home Depot commercial, like Lowe's. Come down to Lowe's this weekend and get yourself a nice potting spade for all your soil needs. It's pepper season. Do you have your hatch chilies out? Come down to Lowe's for the $9.99 special. That's right. I said Lowe's. Come God, down to Lowe's. Okay, sorry about that. We get the idea of this. That's why I'm talking over it. Uh, yeah, okay. So Let me hear it some more, though. Come down the lows this weekend. <laughs> it is incredibly happy. Like, we're both sitting here bopping our heads. But it's because I'm thinking of funny things to say over it. Oh. As soon as I hear those babies cooing, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so there we go. So that's... <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> uh, and it is called The Happy Song, so you can simply YouTube The Happy Song, and that will come up. And Wonderful. the video is just full of smiling babies. You know, it's there's nothing funnier than watching a baby laugh, like it's, uncontrollably laughing. Right. Or stick with me here. Okay. Babies eating lemons for the first time. Oh god, that is great. <laughs> yeah. But nothing makes me smile more than just watch them go. Oh, they're really Ooh. into it, and then they go. Oh, and then it hits. <laughs> yeah, that is a good time. All right, that's great. Great, so great work there. There's there's some some fun stuff. So. Is there anything else we want to talk about on this baby song uh, I, I bullshit? Think that, I think that's that's enough for the baby song. All right. All you parents out there, find the happy song, and it will save your when did, sanity. Uh, when were you introduced to music? Uh, I, As far as playing it or just had it around? I don't know. Okay. I can remember, as long as I can remember, I've always had music around. I even uh, had a little Fisher Price, like our play school uh, record player. And instead of the little record. the little kids' records that came with it, I would steal my mom's 45s, and I was like this t- tiny little kid listening to Michael Jackson and Beatles and stuff. Yeah, man. So I've always I've always been ahead of the curve, you know, on my fucking music, which is why I'm such a music snob now. You know, you know, be- they should have put some Beatles music into that. Like, Fuck yeah, like Yellow who Submarine, does, especially. Know, that is the hap- one of the happiest songs, no right there. No shit. You know, uh, like why do they need to do? Green. Why do they need to do this study when all you need to do is play fucking Yellow Submarine? I remember when my niece was was really tiny. Uh, Sky of Blue. My sister would green. just play Yellow Submarine all the time. In our yellow. Loved it. Submarine. Submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to the next one. That's right. All right. So I've got. It's not even really news, man. It, it is. It is sort of topical with our uh, politics and and whatnot. All right. Sometimes you got a politic. But I've got some some Trump stuff here. This is some oh, of his uh, the Trump stuff. The press conference highlights. So listen to President Trump. You know, talk at his uh press conference. Clinton trying to erase that. We had Hillary Clinton give Russia twenty percent of the uranium in our country. 
You know what uranium is, right? It's a thing called nuclear weapons and other things, like lots of things that are done with uranium. Doing some bad things. <gasps> Nobody talks about that. I didn't do anything for Russia. I've done nothing for Russia. And I can tell you, speaking for myself. Oh my God. All right. The bag's out. The cat is out of the bag. Uh, we're listening to some sassy Trump sassy right now. Sassy Trump. Now, I just came across this through a buddy of mine at oh, work. Sassy. But these are actual words that he's using right. through I his press conference and whatever videos. I remember hearing the one about uranium. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know about uranium? uranium. It's using nuclear it's weapons. And things and other things and, and things and bad things. Yeah, things. it's bad things. Let me tell you. Huge. Anyways, God. so they, they got a sassier person to talk. Uh, they got a transcription <laughs> of this. And they, let's listen to some Being more. This Russia. is fun. I have no loans in Russia. I don't have any deals in Russia. Mm. I like the lounge piano President music Putin in the background. Me very nicely to congratulate me on the win of the election. He then called me up extremely nicely to congratulate me on the inauguration, which was terrific. Mm. I love to negotiate things. To I do it really well and all that stuff. But <laughs> it's it, possible this guy. I won't be able to get along with Putin. Maybe it is. But I want to just tell you, the false reporting. By the media, by you people. The false, horrible, by you people. Fake, fake What do you mean, you people? Makes it what do you harder. mean, you people? So I don't have to tell you. I don't want to be one of these guys who say, yes, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I don't have to do that. Fucking I don't God. have to tell you what I'm going to do in North Korea. Wait a minute. I don't have to tell you what I'm going to do in North Korea. And I don't have to tell you what I'm going to do with Iran. You, you sort know of why? have because to. Because they shouldn't know. Gotta do. <laughs> eventually, you guys are going to get tired of asking that question. So when you guys ask me what I'm going to do with the ship, the Russian ship as an example, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but hopefully I won't have to do anything. But I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I mean, it, it's wonderful that somebody did this because it, it makes it entertaining. It's like a, an attempt at trying to make liberals... Fancy him a little bit more. Uh, maybe. I mean, I I hate what he's saying, but right, how but, could you not laugh over that? Uh, I wish, I just wish that his method of speaking would have been considered legitimate when I was in school or something, trying to give a book fucking report, and I could just be like, you know, and uh, this Tom Sawyer, he uh, he did things, he did great things, he did so many things, and uh, you know, he had people with him, and uh, it was great. It was a huge adventure. Huge. A lot of people said it. Nick, you don't know him. Nick, did you just make that up? Did. You know, if you want to be president in this country, <laughs> you need to start learning. You need to start studying. You need to understand words and have a nice big vocabulary. Apparently not. What's your name again? Donald Day Trump. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's picking out somebody. Where are you from? Uh, BBC. Okay, here's another beauty. Yeah, sure. Uh, Mr. President, Just like CNN, right? Um, on the travel ban, uh, we could banter back and forth. On the travel ban, uh, would you accept that that was a good example of the smooth? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Let me tell you about the travel. Wait, wait, wait! I know who you are. Just wait. Let me tell you about the travel ban. <laughs> We had a very smooth rollout <laughs> of the travel ban, but we had a bad court. You see, he said he was going to ask a very simple, easy question, and it's not. It's not. Not a, not a simple question, not a fair question. Okay, sit down. I understand the rest of your question. 
So here's the story, folks. This is when that uh, guy called him out. One, I am the least anti-Semitic person you've ever seen in your entire life. Hmm. Number hmm. two, racism. The least racist person. In fact, we did very well relative to other people running as Republican. Quiet, quiet, quiet. See, he lied about he was going to get up and ask a very straight, simple question. And, you know, welcome to the world of the media. <laughs> All right. Sassy Trump, you guys, I recommend that you look it up on YouTube. You know, and whoever put this together, I'm going to give you the highest award we can give you in Emergency Exit. And it's the five-star That's, That's right, right Award. That's right. That's right. That's right. What? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Outstanding. Uh, side note, and have you seen the accordion Trump? I have Obviously, not. we couldn't do it on podcast. Oh, where he's video, just, yeah. But it's all his hand gestures. Someone put a, they, an accordion all in his All his gestures. His they, <laughs> those are, they, there's some good uh, shit there. We can't do that since, obviously, we can't do video via podcast. But I highly recommend anybody... Uh, listening check that out absolutely it's fucking hilarious all right what else do we have do we have anything else uh i've got a few do you have any you have other stories i really just wanted to show that man i you know it's been a uh it's been a crazy week for me learning a new job all that shit that's right i haven't really been able to do my normal focus of uh of working things out of uh getting a nice report um that's all right i got i got some more some more news over oh, oh, yeah. Here, give us one more, um, and we're gonna play the game. So let's go Just ahead. One and more. Well, I got. How about you got two? two more? Give two us more. two let's more. Two more. All right. Now going into the absurd. Oh yeah. Just today, February twenty-first. Just today, twenty seventeen. Lake Berryessa flows steadily into Glory Hole. This is a real fucking thing. Glory Hole? Glory Hole, yes. Uh, the Glory Hole Spillway. Somebody actually fucking made a thing called a Glory Hole Spillway. It's it's real. I saw it, and I thought this... I'm not too surprised on that word being used for things that we know. It's not like a dick in a hole in a bathroom. Um, I used to love this show. I still do called Gold Rush, and it was about people that would, you know, search for gold in the mm -hmm. in the in uh, Alaska. <clears throat> Anyways, you know, gold would go through uh, ancient rivers and everything, and they would be uh, ancient waterfalls, and that's where a lot of gold will settle there. They called these little holes there glory holes. Ah. And the first time I heard, it, I laughed my ass off, and then I'm kind of desensitized to hearing it. glory holes. I'm used else. to seeing a news report say flows into glory hole frankly um but the lake lake berryessa is now at 441.3 feet or 1.3 feet above the spillway thanks to rains and runoffs so they have advised everyone to stay away from the dam um, and they're expected to get more rain so it's gonna just get worse and uh <laughs> This, I, I wish I could have made this up. This is actual reporting. Solano County emergency operations officials are once again making preparations for a wet <laughs> system already oh soaking God. our Here region. They go. A wet system already soaking our region. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, soaking our region. I can't make that up. A wet system <laughs> already soaking our region. 
At this time, the National Weather Service is forecasting up to four inches of rain in the county. They're going to get four inches in that glory four hole. Four inches of rain. In that four inches in that glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> We are so excited for this glory hole. <laughs> you don't even understand how excited. That's right. So, if you encounter any dangerous situations like flooding, down power lines, landslides, or hydro- hazardous debris, or random phalluses flying at your face, please stay back and exercise caution from okay. the glory hole. The glory hole. The glory hole spillway. Wonderful. And uh, lastly, in our news coverage. Oh, let's get the transition music. There we go. Yeah, that story was okay, but we got one more. I we think that's going to knock your socks off. One more. Last night. Oh. Who is the illest, for realest game show host? Um, Pat Sajak. The answer is Alex Trebek. Alex La- Trebek? Last night on the popular game show Jeopardy!, they had an entire category called Let's Rap Kids, where the answers on the board were rap lyrics. Let's let's rap kids, like wrap them in let's, cellophane? No, let's rap, comma, kids. kids. And God, they're so fucking lame and white. Alex Trebek, 76 years old, had to rap lines from people like Kanye and Drake. Can I say it with my game show inflection? <laughs> well, I guess you can, well, Trebek. Can, can you Suck it. Shuck a Trebek. <laughs> so we have a clip of 76-year-old Alex Trebek rapping. Now we're here. Started from the bottom. Now the whole team here. Buy a chopper and have a doctor on speed dial. I guess Mad City. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Young money militia. And I am the commissioner. You don't want to start wheezy because the F is for finisher. Panda, 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 panda. They mad they ain't famous. They mad they still nameless. But we still hood famous. Yeah, we still hood famous. I was just getting into this rap thing. I'm not too good at it, but I was getting into it. He admits he's not great at it. So there is Alex Trebek. Rapping. Suck it, Trebek. Suck it, Trebek. Eh, he thought maybe he could throw it in there. It'd be funny. Why not? Uh, apparently, at one point, he, he said something about Kanye, and we wonder if it's going to be the next uh, rap feud. He goes, yeah, <laughs> I hope that Kanye doesn't give me a, a, an email. Something like Kanye that. Kanye doesn't have your goddamn email, Trebek. Suck it. <laughs> That's our next rap fucking feud. Right up there with Biggie and Tupac. It's going to be Trebek and West. Dude, we should do some of these like conspiracies on those guys, like the Easy e conspiracy. He was, giving, he was given AIDS, bro. They can just give AIDS? I guess they can. People have done the, did the thing in the theaters, right, where they put syringes. Dude, that in... used to scare the shit out of me. I know, They right? would like, put a needle that was... I think they said that just to scare the shit out of you and just grow fear. That's what they're always about. You got to be fearful. Yeah, fear it's like what Alex Jones well, does. Fuck your face. All, All right. right, dude. So there's there's a bunch of news for everybody. Thank you guys for listening to the news. Hey, how about we play a game? Let's play a game. All right, how about it? Beep, beep, beep. 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 Beep, beep
Welcome back to another edition of Idiot or Idiom, the word game where we guess the origins of phrases. We are going to play for the Golden Jazz Master, which is up for grabs. It is up for grabs. It is because Sarah is she she's got abducted. We don't know what, we happened, don't know what to happened to Sarah. To Sarah. However, <laughs> we do have a fan guest playing for the prize of the Golden Jazz Master, and it's Elise from San Diego. Hello, Elise. Heck yeah, I'm ready to win this thing. <laughs> She's ready to win. And the only she... stipulation is you have to pick it up in person because we cannot afford <laughs> postage. Yeah, right on. I'll get, I'll get right on that, Nick. No problem. Well, you know, uh, this, that's, that's part of it. Elise, what do you do in San Diego? San Diego, I work in uh, accounting for a construction company. Oh, so you have plenty of time to sit around and listen to our podcast, huh? Heck yeah, I'm been... getting a lot of people interested in your podcast, actually. That's super and that's awesome. what earned you the spot on the game right there. That's right. Winner! Winner! So, we know How this... much is Mo going to freak out when she's listening to this episode tomorrow and you're on it? <laughs> I have no idea, but every time you mention my name, she's like, Oh my god! Oh my god, what do you, you do? I'm like, I wasn't lying. It's my friend Nick. <laughs> yeah, no, no big deal. Not a big deal. No, and now no you're on deal. it. So how do we play this game? <laughs> we give you guys idioms. Idioms are all sorts of things. They're they're phrases that no longer mean their literal uh, their literal meaning anymore. So we could say something like "sick as a dog." Now it's not literally "you're sick as a dog," but there is a literal meaning behind it. And so that's what we will do. Nick is going to give us an idiom. We will learn the meaning, and he will give us an origin story. That origin story can be either fake. Or it can be true. It is up to myself and Elise to determine if it's true or false. We will be playing for the Golden Jazz Master. Nick, are you ready to quiz and stump us? You're fucking A right. Let's play Idiot or Idiom. I just got to say, I feel at a disadvantage and I can't see the face because I know when Nick's lying. I know. Oh. I'm going to try not to look at his face either because that's how I can tell too. Oh, so. you both are full of shit. I'm going to try not to look at him. All right, so let's All right. play. First, bury the hatchet. Bury the hatchet. Mm. So what does that mean? Right. That means like uh, you're making peace. making peace. Yes. You know, like when you have a drunken argument with somebody and the next day you're like, you know what? That was stupid. Let's, let's fucking move on. Let's forget about this. Cool. Bury the hatchet. <laughs> okay. All right. Right? Is, I mean, is that... I'm with you on that. I got it. A fitting meaning for everybody? Okay. All right. What's the, what's the origin story? It goes back to the 1600s when Native Americans would literally bury a hatchet as a sign of peace after war. Ooh, is that huh. true or false? Elise, let's go ahead and have you go first, Elise. All right. Native Americans bury the after war. You know, I'm going to go true. He's going to say true. true. See, one thing that I try to look for is when he gives you a date. That yeah. Now, he said 1600. Now, I don't know if this is true or not because, you know, it's literally burying the hatchet. You know, he would give you some more story behind it. Or he literally looked it up and that's what it said. He didn't want to do too much work. I am going to say that this is a true statement. Nick... Let's go to the judges. Is this true or false? We are saying this that it's is... true, and you are both correct. Yeah! Awesome. <laughs> it is as literal as it sounds. Great. 
So, you know, yeah. sometimes he'll throw those uh, those dates at me and fuck with me, but I'm not falling for it this time. Let's oh, play Idiot or Idiom for the Ooh. Golden Jazz Master. I ain't scared of you, Nick. What else you got? <laughs> She's ready for you. Close, but no cigar. Close, but no cigar. Like you, okay. uh, you were playing a game and they said, ah, you were so close. But no Close, cigar. But no cigar. Okay. I mean, almost there. So what is old tiny? I dig it. Well, you know, a lot of these great idioms are from a long time ago. That's right. So, Nick, what is the meaning of this one that you have? It comes from a screenplay from a 1935 film about Annie Oakley. Okay. She says, "Close, Colonel, but no cigar." Oh. Ooh. All right. Ooh. So I will go first on this one. Um, close but no cigar doesn't really give me too much um, to work no. with. Um, there are a lot of idioms that will be from Shakespeare, and they would have a special meaning from them. But I don't think that this is actually an idiom um, origin. So I'm going to say that this is false. Elise, what would you like to say? I mean, you got a lot of good sayings from that time. Like, here's looking at you, kid. Um, ah, that's a great one. Not an Huh. At all. He is looking at you, oh, kid. I mean, I'm just saying, good writing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> crud, that's, you oh, know what, is I'm there going a, true. You're going true? I'm going true. Okay. All right, so I said false, and she said she true. Said true. So um, let's go ahead and, and judge hers. She said judge. false. So no, you said false. I said, said false. True. She said true. So she Elise is. is correct. Which means Los. Oh, yeah. Los got it wrong. Oh my goodness! So that so, is the actual that meaning. That is. It comes from that, and in in the screenplay play, apparently Pray. they were giving away cigars as a prize at this fair. What? I'm calling bullshit on that no, one. That I mean, really? the, the, the screenplay is is the first usage of it because in the at the fair the cigar was a prize. So close, Colonel, but no cigar because he did not win. That prize at the fair in the in the screenplay. God damn it, I hated that one. Oh. All right, so there you go. Out, Elise, they had out booze with those cigars because then I'm all up. You better believe that they did. Only whiskey. <laughs> Only okay. well, yeah, of course. All right, I'm out. Oh, so I'm out. Oh, I wrote here oh, the screenplay should get credit for coining that phrase, which leads us into our next idiom. Coin a phrase. I did this one already. Oh, you did this one? Uh-huh. How do I not remember? I don't know. Well, then we'll skip that. <gasps> Never mind. I had that whole fucking change set up. Let's Everyone... go ahead and uh, let's let's hear it anyways. Well, this is this one doesn't count, Elise. Count. Okay. This one doesn't let's count. See, maybe I found a okay. different story than you did. Maybe. I was going to say, this is shenanigans. <laughs> uh, coining comes from stamping metal with a die. Uh-huh. And coins were usually blank circular discs from which money was minted. Uh-huh. Usage derives from the 14th century meaning of coin, which meant you had a wedge and you stamped it uh -huh. with a die or coined it, mm -hmm. turned this into money. Um, it came to be that coins were quite often debased or counterfeit. Right. And so the first usage of coin a phrase comes from George Putnam in his writing The Art of English Posey in 1589. He wrote, Young scholars, not half well studied, Will seem to coin fine words out of Latin. Well, see, you gave us this long explanation on how coins are minted and everything, and that's exactly what I read during during the last. Do you remember that, Elise? I, you remember this me saying I, this one? I, I do I not remember so. this, so that sucks. 
Well, I don't know if that whole saying where you're coming from is is actually true because all that other stuff is completely true. I'm not sure about the that word of that guy saying coining or whatever, but is that true? Is that true? Yeah. Okay, so so we're gonna go ahead and skip that one. <laughs> well, fuck your face. All right. Well, bro, maybe you should listen to the show a little bit more. Let's play idiot or idiom for the golden jazz right, master. So. Number three again. Number three again. Out of hand. Okay, there we go. Mm. Like, okay. like shit's got out of hand. Things going crazy. Mm-hmm. This party, she out of hand. Yeah, party got out of this hand. This party, cash me outside. Elisa's whiskey and imbibement got out of hand, and now she can never <laughs> drink it again. <laughs> Although, according to you, I should just suck it up and start drinking it again. Yeah, you should. Right. We all do that. Yeah. We all it's think that, that Elise. Well, it's that simple. We drink Jim Beam on this show. <laughs> That's right. Occasionally, that one time we had the uh, the vodka gift and, and the Tuli and some homemade cider. Oh, the yeah, Kevin's shout homemade the, cider. Out out the seven, my boy. Anyways, hey, what do we got here? Right. Out of hand. Out of hand. It goes back to them old frontier days. They gonna tell you what. They gonna tell you what when we when we going west. Yeehaw, she said. If if uh, the road or the horses got too bumpy or crazy, then you could lose grip on the reins, thus losing control of horses, and the horses were actually quite literally out of hand because you had okay. to control them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, so uh, let's see. Elise will go first on this one. Yeah, sure. I'm going to go with false. I am go- I'm going to kind of think that this is kind of flying off the handle as well. Um, literally an axe flying out of your hand. But you said f- I don't want to have to lose. False. I know, but I'm I kind of because I okay. I want to try to get ahead, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is false as well. We are both saying false. <laughs> Let's look to the judges, and we are both ah! incorrect. God, damn you even it. reference fly off the handle, which was a true one. I gave you the actual. Yeah, what well, it was like an axe oh. flying off its handle. Yeah. But I thought this was what like we are, you're saying about horses. I thought you're gonna say out of hand, like like literally you're you were about to swing it and it flew out of your hand. Oh, okay. And it okay. Hit I thought you were just referencing that. I was like, man, that one was true. So if you're referencing it, you should have stayed with fucking. Yeah, I probably should have. I got psyched out. Two two literals in one game. I'm not I'm not prepared. Yeah, we All don't right. like these literal ones. Well, you know, I gotta change it up a little each time. You what? guys are trying to figure me the fuck out. All right, let's. <laughs> Let's keep playing Let's keep going. Idiot or Idiom for the Golden Jazz Master. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, number, what are we on? Four. Number four. Bite off yep. more than you can chew. Biting off more than you can chew. That's literally a good one right there. You you got a steak and you took too much of a bite and you just cannot right. chew but that it, thing. It used in an idiom sense as you've taken on more than you can handle. You've taken on more right? than you can handle. Like you, Me that, and my daily life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so, all of our lives. <laughs> right. This podcast is more than I can chew. And more than you can chew. So, yeah. What's the origin, bud? Uh, origin is, is just literally taking a bigger bite than you can chew. This and having to spit motherfucker. Back out. Okay. So now oh. you're throwing another literal one in the works. <laughs> After having three literal ones, I'm going to go first and just say, Ah, oh, damn it. Because it sounds true, and I hate those ones. <laughs> Biting off more than you could chew. Um, I actually think I know the actual origin of this, so I'm going to say that it is false, what you were saying. Elise, what do you say? I'm going to go with false. She is saying false as well. It doesn't well. feel right. I'm going, I'm going with false. I think it comes from chewing tobacco, 
But Nick, we both said false. Let's look at the judges. We are correct. And you are yeah. right, Lewis. It does come from chewing tobacco. I think I always heard it about mm-hmm. chewing tobacco Especially when it up. came in a, like a big stick you would just bite off of yep. instead of the pouches we have and now. And you get so sick eating it. Not that I know or anything. <laughs> it, right. And it wasn't even necessarily that. It was just that people would offer it to others, you know. Oh, and, and they would just take and a and bite. And they would just take a giant bite. And then bite, they'd and laugh then at you. Stuck there with like this mouthful Nothing like of chew. chewing off of another Exactly. So then it became a thing as you're offering your stick of tobacco to someone say, hey, careful, don't bite off more than you can chew. Was that really the best way of giving someone your tobacco? You couldn't like break them off a piece or something? Well, you know, they weren't too concerned about sanitation back then. They sure won't. They sure weren't. I I would think they'd be concerned about their teeth since that wasn't really. Have you seen them? No. (laughs) (laughs) They don't give a fuck. I wonder how those chicks. lucky if they even have any. You know, they, you just accepted that though back in the day. Like, you know, you yeah. wouldn't like in England or back they didn't in the day. Germs or hygiene. Yeah, you just was like, okay, that guy stinks, and I, that's okay. Yeah, it's like that episode of Dinosaurs when I was growing up. One of those kids. Oh, one of those. That di- show is Knock amazing. Knock a mama. Knock a mama. Knock clang, a clang. clang. Yeah. And um, the the kid was like making all these girls uncomfortable because he smelled weird. But they were saying, well, you have a very special smell and special smell and. <laughs> You're going to find the right girl that's going to love that smell. And at the end of the yeah, episode, of course, he, he does. One. So there's a difference between pheromones and BO, though. <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge difference between the same thing. your individual smell. Like, everybody does have their own smell. I'll agree to that. But there's a difference between your own smell and, dude, fucking shower. Please take a shower. Right. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I axe, guess you're right. Yeah, axe. Yeah. Did you know that oh, execution God. just got a... Uh, Never mind. That's a that's a Adam Crow thing. It reminds me of I think it was Zach Galifianakis said he bought uh, a body spray called Ask Ask and he got it in a black neighborhood. And if you don't understand that joke, you're not racist enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at number five. Let's play idiot or idiom right. for the golden jazz master. <laughs> Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's whatever the fuck we want it to be. Or would you just calm the fuck you down? You should have heard us during our uh, uh, the the baby song. We were really oh, yeah. We were getting, you have to listen to the news stories. The baby song was. We a were great getting time. crusty with it. <laughs> hey kids! All right. All right. Number five. It got weird there. Yeah, I got a little awkward. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, Elise. Okay, so <laughs> next we have cut me some slack. Okay, mm. cut me mm-hmm. some slack. Give me a break. What's right. up, Michelle? Fucking back off a little bit, all I right? Just used, I just used an idiom to, to define this idiom. <laughs> Give me a break. It's also cut me some slack. Yeah. Take it idiom easy on me. over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's We're going a, down the wormhole. Idiom Inception. I, that could be a name of a game right there. It's a band, I think. <laughs> Ooh, a band. Idiom Inception. Yeah, yeah. If they don't play psychedelic rock, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> it's straight, you have to. It's straight country folk. Oh, God. Oh dear God! All right, right, what do we got? Cut me some slack. We know what uh, we know what it means. What's the origin? So it's it's a tailoring term. You would uh, if the crotch more uh, specifically, but sometimes shoulders maybe. Uh, Cut me some slack. Need more slack here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tailor that too tight. Like LBJ. Like he. Yeah, he he was well known for his long dong or his long balls. I'm sorry. Take it easy. I was I was gonna try to think of some present. Potential innuendo, but we'll just go straight long dong. Yeah, his oval offices. Yeah, maybe that's that, why. Maybe uh, that's. Wh- 
why he had it out and exposed to everybody all the time because his he didn't have enough slack in his crotch. And yeah, that famous uh, phone call to his tailor saying, "Leave me a little bit of slack yeah, I mean, on there. Some slack. It's gonna cut my so it doesn't cut my balls. Right, <laughs> losing circulation hey to, there. Hey there. to little Johnson. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sorry. Freezing. <laughs> Not safe for work. All right. Um, let's uh, let's go with you, Elise. Is this a true idiom or not? Uh, give me some slack. See, if I get this wrong, my mom, who used to who still sews clothes, is gonna be so disappointed in me. Well, if you get it wrong for being uh, right, she will. But yeah, if you get it on. right for being wrong, you might. She she might not care. <sighs> Wrap your mind around that. You know what? I'm gonna go with false. I'm Just feeling see. false on this one. Doesn't. I'm mm-mm. so glad you said that because I want to say true on this one, and if it's if this will. This will create a tie for us, or you get an obvious lead, and I don't think I can catch up from there. So let's go ahead and do mine, which I said it's a true statement. Judges? God damn it! Oh, oh man, that sucks, oh, that felt dude. good. All right, she is one ahead of... She's, no, she's two ahead she's of you. She's two ahead of me, and I'm statistically, mathematically out of the game, right? We have one more left. Uh, we can go more. We had a special guest. We can do a longer one. Let's do two more. If I if I don't make oh, this, oh, le- you need to know the actual origin of this before we get too far ahead, right? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I do need to know that. It's a nautical term. I need the. I mean, by the more you know. It's moment. Ding 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 ding. It's it's a nautical term. It's uh not pulling on the rope to give the other guy a chance to untangle it. You got to cut him some slack in the rope. I damn. I my hubby be proud of me. We do a lot of nautical ones, too. I know. There's so many nautical and horse racing ones, it yeah. seems to be. <laughs> um, I should have known that straight up with the, my husband being in the Coast Guard. Right? Oh, my God. Well, I'm no, glad he's going to be disappointed. Well, she knew it, though. Well, she didn't know it, but she kind of knew it. You can just play I off. I totally knew it, Lois. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit out the earlier stuff. All right. Let's play. Let's keep playing this game. Let's play Idiot or Idiom for the Golden Jazz Master. I'm terrible at this game. I've never won. Right. I've never won one of these games yet. Just to go. It's, uh, just, I'm, it's just my presence. I'm an intimidating phone presence. It's obviously, right. you are. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go with a a modern one. Let's try Great. to get I this love, out of the I 1600s. Love I'm, I'm good. You got me on Jump the Shark with the modern one. Oh, yeah, she didn't. She didn't get Jump the Shark. She doesn't watch enough Happy was, Days or Arrested Development. I really thought that was a uh, a total thing that everybody knew. I'm glad. I that, know. I'm um, glad I knew that. I, so did my hubs as he looked at me going, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, next modern one is Freak Out. Freak Out. Freak Out. Oh, yes. Freak Out. Like, Freak Out. You're just going crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. It, it, well, now I feel it's, it's a lot more vague term. Like uh, computers or, or cars or anything can freak out. When they malfunction. Malfunction. Or a person mm-hmm. can freak out when they have a, have a breakdown. Right, that's freaking out over there. Be at work yeah. every day. I got you, got you. Right, right. <laughs> you, I'm at work all day. I'm I got fucking freaking, freaking out, out, man. man. <laughs> uh, but it comes from the 1960s and the drug scene, and it was when you're having a bad psychedelic trip. Freaking out, man, like the kid in Super Troopers. Yeah. These schnoz, <laughs> man. These schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Yeah. So that's where freaking out came from. Now it's it's a more general term, but it, man, it originally just was a bad right. trip. It sounds really good. But I have to try to make a break for this, okay? I have to go against my better instinct because obviously I have not gotten one right in a while here. So I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a true statement. Elise, what do you think? I'm going with true. We are both saying true. Judges, 
Are we true or false on this one? We got the ding. All right. Well, at this point, we're at five to three. If you get the let's do let's go to eight instead of six. Okay, okay. sure thing. So if you get the You're next, you giving two, me a lot of chances to try if, to win this. If you get, the, she's gonna be so mad if I if I come up I from know. behind. If if you get the next, I'm gonna cry. If you get the next two and she misses the next two, then you can tie. All right, but if I, I get be this, like, this is not a Falcon situation here. Let's not do this. <laughs> don't don't mess her up too much. So let's keep playing for the golden. Jazz, Mister, Mister, the mustard tiger. Oh, I thought you said Mister, like the something mister. for your lawn or what? What the fuck the are you mister. talking about? All right, <laughs> mustard. <laughs> are we making sandwiches? Say what? Ooh, <laughs> hot dogs. Oh, I love hot dogs. Ah, oh, Phil Schneider's dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Long dog dong. Say what? Um, make the grade. You gotta make the grade. To make the grade. You gotta grade. meet a certain level. You gotta be have enough quality, or you, like this meat needs to be good enough to make this grade. You know, depending on what you're applying it to. Okay, like you got some prerequisites before yeah. you get to this. You gotta uh, meet X, Y, and Z. Okay. And that that's what it means. What do we have for the origin? Origin yeah. is is when you had group classrooms, right? Instead of necessary separate first, second, third, blah, 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 you had to know so much or pass certain tests to make the next grade. And it wasn't necessarily a certain year in this class, certain year in this class. It was just about when you make the grade. Okay. That's the origin. All right. So, Elise, how does that sound to you? Is that a true statement or is that false? Mm, it's frontiery again. I'm gonna go with true. <laughs> She's going with true. Okay. Um oh man, it's it's sort of short. Um It could be like a girl's skirt, like some men like I'm short and sweet. Yeah, man. Oh, he's getting a phone call. Go ahead and cancel that there. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say I just uh, separate this up. I gotta say false. I you got do. I have, have to, to say, say false. false. So no matter what you say, I'm gonna say the opposite at least. Let's go to the judges. <laughs> I said false. Judges. You said false. I said false. You? We're going and off you, of me. You are correct. Judges. Yes. Yes. What is I, the? I'm gonna choke. I feel it. I completely made that shit the fuck what up. What is the actual meaning? Make the grade. Grade is short for gradient. It's a term from railroad construction in 19th century America, when they had to make sure that engines didn't come across a sudden steep incline. So if there was one that was too much for engines to power over. Then the oh. workers had to literally make, make the, grade. the grade. Make the gradient. All right. I work with conduit and gas ah, construction. Hey. This is shenanigans. All right. <laughs> she should have known that one. This All is, right. Oh, it hurts. This is the. Le this is <laughs> this the. This is it. You, this is it. Okay. You're gonna have to get this or not, Los. I'm gonna. Whatever you say, Elise. I'm Los, gonna. I need you to choke. I need you to choke. Well, hard. you know what? You're lucky because I'm gonna go first on. You know, I'm gonna let you go first on this one. And you're just going to have to say the opposite? I'm going to say the opposite. So I'm going to give you Looking the choice. Right. So let's play Idiot or Idiom for the Golden Jazzmaster final round. Don't <laughs> do me wrong, Nick. <laughs> Don't do me wrong. <laughs> Blacklist. Fuck. I, I was hoping it would be something I know. All right. Blacklist. Okay. You've been, uh, you've been, been rejected. You're, you're banned or something. Right? You're blacklisted. Right. You're right. Exactly. You're kicked the fuck out for life. You're not allowed in you're here. You're prohibited from joining or going there again. Right. So, what is the origin story? <laughs> you guys are gonna. I'm gonna love listening to you figure this shit out. In 1649, King Fuck. Charles, <laughs> King Charles oh, II, no. made a list of everyone he thought responsible for getting his father executed. 
After he took the throne, 38 out of 58 were killed. Thus, his blacklist. That sounds so believable. Elise, you have the final decision. I will go against you on this one because we're going to make it an interesting game. I don't know if it's true or false. I'm going to let you be the one that lets me lose. See, I got your skeletons in the closet one. I knew that one. Bastard. I didn't get that one, didn't I? I never get any of the ones Nick do does. That Nick do? That Nick do. Cash <laughs> hey, me outside. Um, hey, what Nick do? What? Why would I lie about something like that? <laughs> Cash me outside. How about oh. that? Oh, balls. All right. Um, true, false, true, false, true, false. Answer now, 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 true, now, true. now, I'm now, going now, true. now, true. now, okay. True. She true. said true. I am going to say to it say is false. false. So because she said true, we are going to go ahead and go with her first. Judges, is Elise true or false? We have a winner for the Golden <laughs> yes. Jazz Master. It is true. That is absolutely true. Well, nice. Elise King Charles II, 1649. You know, I would have said true myself because he he was so detailed with it. But I um, wouldn't have doubted myself either way. So just, just for the sake of fun, I've got one that I then have disqualified from the game. So can I just read it for the fun? You of would it? have never read this anyways. No, no, no. All no, right, no. so let's play a fun no. one here for the not just, just gold. for the shits and gigs. For the shits and giggles. <laughs> When pigs fly. When pigs fly. Great idiom. Great idiom. That means like, yeah, I'll do that when pigs fly. Like, right. You mean you're never going to do that thing. Something you never intend to do. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Right. So this is a Scottish proverb from 1586. John Withel's English Latin Dictionary for Children had an appendix of proverbs that were rendered into Latin to show their original uh, verbiage or original... Sure. Instead of being Scottish. Uh. So the actual saying is pigs fly in the air with their tails forward. That's the original uh. saying? Right. Oh, pigs fly in the air with their tails with forward. With their tails forward. Like they're flying backwards or something? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So that was it. Like powdered toast man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> powdered toast man. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that is... Uh, that part is actually true, but I wasn't happy with that. I didn't feel that explained the when pigs fly. Yeah, it didn't really. Yeah. It didn't Like when they fly, I guess they fly with their yeah. tails forward or whatever, but that means nothing. It has nothing to do with what the idiom is. So then I looked it up, and it's technically it's not an idiom. It's an adenaton. Oh. Adenaton. We've got which, a new game. Which is something that Anal will, or analaton. <laughs> analaton. <laughs> uh, that, an adenaton is something that will never happen. It's overly impossible used for humorous effect. Yeah, those are pretty so, self-explanatory. Right, though, right? exactly. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't keep using it's, those. It's not actually an idiom. It's like saying monkeys might fly out of my butt. Yeah. Like Wayne's World, that's obviously just you. Yeah, yeah as if. I'm so sad. The first thing I thought of was Jim Carrey and Bruce Almighty. <laughs> oh, and monkeys did come out of the butt. Yeah. They did. I'm poor, so poor uh, what's his name? Corell. Poor Corell. That, that's why I, I disqualified that one. But I like I researched the shit out of that and then decided really it wanted that one, I, didn't wasn't you? even an idiom. It was very let down. But and I still felt, wanted to share it because I did so much work. Well, you know, that's great, man. Elise, guess what's what? Up? You are the winner of the Golden Jazz Master. Oh, I don't know which one to play here. There we go. <laughs> the Golden Jazz Master. Yeah. I, I'm kind of excited. 
I usually okay. do awful when I'm put on the spot. Well, well you did you, amazingly. You won. Hey. You have the hey. Golden Jazz Master. It'll be here waiting for you to pick up. You won. Now I got to learn how to play it. You won six to six to four. The the beauty you six to four. Six to four. Dang. God damn, I suck at this game. Well, <laughs> she is one idiot so, or idiom. You can drive down here and pick it up, and you, uh, on top of winning the Golden Jazz Master and making the drive, you will be the receiver of one free hour-long guitar lesson from Nick and Los ourselves. Sweet. Because God knows I can't play one. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll teach you some basic chords, and we'll give you a shot of Jim Beam, and all will be well. Or keep listening <laughs> to Tension and Release. As long as it doesn't oh, tension turn and into Elise. Eddie Izzard. That's good, that's you good sound right crap. I have bought Hammer. <laughs> cool. So, Elise, you have anything else to say? You want anything that you want to say anything to your friends out there? Your last words? Yeah, it's better to listen up. Listen some more. Spread it around. That's right. And where can you find us on Twitter, Elise? Do you know? Good luck with that. Me and Twitter. Oh, yeah, she, doesn't, she doesn't twat. <laughs> Never mind. I, I don't twat. I'm not into that stuff. That's weird. But she Facebooks <laughs> and Instagrams and other things. So how do you find us sorry. there? Uh, sure, sorry. Exit. And then for my Android friends, where can they find it, guys? Well, check this out. You can go on our SoundCloud, or you can just go on Google Play Music. We are also on that platform. Holy fuck, we're on Google Play now? That's right. We've been on Hi. Google Play for some time. Oh. I'm on a lot. We're on a lot of these things. So, Elise, anything else would you like to say? Thank you, you so much. You got anything to plug? You got anything coming up people need to know about? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> One of these days, I got to start doing something interesting. Well, you've been on Emergency <laughs> Exit Podcast. That'll be something to tell your friends for sure. <laughs> Winner. Well, Charlie right. Sheening all over in California. Wee. I miss living in California. How's the weed out there? <laughs> no comment. Not, I'm at work. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Lowe's. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a D.A.R.E. graduate. That was a failure. We should do a yeah, conspiracy right. on that. All right. <laughs> Elise, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Yeah. And that Anytime, was guys. another edition of Idiot or Idiom. Woo-hoo! All right, that's, that's the right. end of the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you to Elise for joining us yes, on a special all the way from San Diego. San Diego, she's our first call-in listener yeah. guest ever. So thank you so much. Let that be a lesson, all the other listeners. If you respond enough on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or anything, you actually get in touch with us. You can uh, be a part of the fucking show. It was easy for her because she happens to know one of us, but you don't have to know any of us. You just have to listen. You just have to love the game. Get in contact with us. You don't even have to like the podcast. Just love the game because we (laughs) love playing the freaking game. And if our podcast is just going to be the Idiot or Idiom podcast, so be it. We're going to run out of idioms pretty quick if that, at that rate. Yeah, well, we'll have to start going to like English and like uh, go into the, <laughs> Indian the a- ones. Anal nominyms or whatever the fuck the thing was. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. But, or maybe just fucking call in and talk to us. Maybe we got some people out there doing interesting shit and we just need to interview some of our listeners. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, do, we do kick-ass people. We have our kick-ass, kick-ass intro for it. If you have any sort of ideas for conspiracy theories or paranormal, supernatural, right. anything, give anything us anything you got, or hit you us just, up, man. Maybe you're involved with something really awesome. Who we knows? are, we are so open to know. all sorts of stuff. On that regard, we got some interesting uh, interviews coming up. 
Yes, absolutely. Tomorrow, well, actually, when you hear this, we will be recording an interview with... Why don't you go ahead and tell us, Nick? Well, I will be interviewing uh, Milk, the singer I know as Connie, uh, that uh, has kind of taken over the women's movement uh, and with her I Can't Keep Quiet theme. I Can't Keep Quiet. I Can't Keep Quiet.org. Um, I, I don't know that many people have not seen this or been aware of it somehow. She's It's been viral. It's definitely been viral, and she's been Nationally, making TV been, yes. spots and everything. So uh, I'm going to do an interview with her. I'm going to record it tomorrow, and we'll get it worked into the show. But then you have a special guest. Next week. Yes, next week. We are going to be talking to Dr. Richard Carrier. Doctor! He's a doctor. Uh, I refer to him as doctor as well every time I talk to him. It says Richard Carrier on his on his mess, on his his uh, whatever I contact him with, but I, I call him doctor. I show him the respect that he Damn probably right. earned. And we're going to talk about the historicity of Jesus Christ. His- Did he exist? Historicity. Yeah, historicity. I think I'm saying that right. It's history and, and city at the end, so historicity. Okay. Historicity? 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 I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We can ask him that. Well, we're going to do a lot of research about this, and we're going to talk to him. About whether or not Jesus existed, or if somebody named Jesus did happen to exist, is he the Jesus that we all thought? And we're going to have my friend from work. Uh, He's going to be—he's actually the one who brought us up to it. We'll talk more about this uh, on the show, but he's been reading this book. He's been very interested and wanted to talk to us about it and give us some insight. And uh, while I was at it, I thought I'd reach out to the author of the book that he's reading. And guess what? He wants to come on the show, and we're going to Skype him in. We're going to do all that good stuff. So um, you're probably will probably release uh, Milk's interview as a separate entity. Right. It might just be a bonus bonus show. Or we might hold it for, for the a couple show. Of weeks. Yeah, we might hold it in edited. end of March. Yeah, I do have another interview that I've been holding on to as well. So we're building up some stuff. You guys are so awesome to be listening. We love you guys, and if you like our show, please rate us five stars on iTunes. Just search for Emergency Exit Podcast. We'd really love to. You know what? If you guys give us even bad ones or even good ones, I'm going to just read them off anyways on, on the air. <laughs> right. So, hey, Nick. Write have, whatever the fuck you want on there, and we'll read it. Besides your interview tomorrow, or Wednesday, rather, what are you doing this weekend? What are your plugs, bud? Um, my only plug is uh, I'm doing that interview tomorrow afternoon, and then I'm rushing down to Gonzales, Texas, and I'm going to be doing an actual radio performance with TJ. Oh, so uh, I don't have anything this weekend, but if TJ, if night, TJ lets you have some air, I hope to hear uh, some emergency some, some exit. Shout out to emergency right. exit. So I, I have no idea what I'm in for. I just know it's not uh, a normal interview like we do. It's an actual like radio performance. So you guys are gonna play. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, I will try to send out something from the emergency exit Twitter uh, regarding like the station, or if there's a way to find it online or something, so people can. All right, we'll keep Our you guys in touch. Exeters can find that. All right, that's the show. Uh, once again, you know, like us on Facebook, search Emergency Exit Podcast. We need some more likes on that, and we want to start building a community on there. So feel free to uh, add your friends, share it with us, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at EMEXPod. We also would like to uh, announce our Tumblr is up. I want to start doing some polls. Um, I'm, I'm not going to start them just yet. We need some more followers on that. So if you're on Tumblr, uh, get on there or just start following us on Tumblr. You don't have to be part of it. 
Tell a friend about your show. About your show? About our show? Well, pretend it is your show. It's something you know you're involved in. It's part of our community. We do want you to be part of this show. Word of mouth is the best advertising, and we know this. That's right. That's right. So that's the show. Thanks again. For Nick, I'm Los. That's right. <laughs>